Hi everyone, welcome to the Reitzel Brothers Podcast. I'm Matt. And I'm Curtis. We are the co-hosts of this podcast. We are investor-focused realtors working with our clients to help them build massive wealth in real estate. This is a place where we talk about real estate investing, wealth, and giving back. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and join our private real estate investor group on Facebook called the Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club. Links are in the description. Enjoy this episode. What's going on, you guys? All right, so we are going to be posting Jeff Reitzel's Millionaire Real Estate Investor Workshop in parts and releasing it over the next few episodes here. And then we're going to post the full investor workshop that he did. We thought might as well. We have posted content like this similar in the past, but we thought, hey, you know, he drops so many nuggets of wisdom and just so many amazing points in the workshop, some stories and how he built his wealth and how he got a new philanthropy and donating uh, and and life and everything in between. We cover a lot. So we thought might as well post all these episodes onto the podcast and we're going to do it very quickly over the each day and then we're going to post the full the full podcast episode. So either way, I'm going to stop talking because uh, I want I want you to get into the Jeff content here, but I really trust you enjoy it. Have a great day and uh, all the best. Bye. Something fun for this month. So Jeff Reichel is an active real estate mortgage broker ranking in the top 1% in Canada for the last 20 plus years. His purpose in life is to help and mentor others in all aspects of life and business. And he is a mentor to me too, and I do appreciate that. He has been on 23, 24, 25, 26 humanitarian aid trips. We're losing track to Africa, working with very closely with cured lepers and orphans was voted top 40 under 40 in Kitchener-Waterloo, was awarded the Pierre Fournier and Five Diamond Awards from Mortgage Alliance, the only person in 20 years to be awarded both that and the WOW Mentor Award for Waterloo Region. Jeff was recently named the Canadian Ambassador to Ghana, Africa for Possibilities International. We could welcome uh, Jeff with a spontaneous round of applause. Uh, no pressure. So the presentation this Not evening. Not much of a mustache either, from what I can see. <laughs> yeah, well, well, someone asked me, you know, why, why aren't you just growing a mustache? And my answer was, I'm coaching children's sports. You know, like can't just grow a mustache. <laughs> and uh, I said that when the assistant coach is with me that has an awesome mustache like yours, like a nice full thick mustache. And he thought it, he thought it was funny. Uh, and it's it's actually because I look completely ridiculous in, in just a mustache, so that's why I'm growing my full face. Not that it looks that much better, but it, it, it is a little bit better. So the, the presentation this evening is going to be based off of this book, The Millionaire Real Estate Investor. And I, did, I had been investing in real estate for many years prior to reading this book and getting into relationship with Gary and, and Dave. The reason that I adapted this to my presentation, a couple reasons. Number one, this book was heavily researched. So Gary and Dave, who are very successful real estate investors... Um, it wasn't based on how they invested in real estate. They went out there and interviewed 120 of the top investors in North America and put their models and systems into models and systems that we could follow. Rather than saying, you know, I have a half a billion dollar net worth in real estate and here's how I did it. They didn't do that. They don't talk about themselves in the book at all. It's how did we do it and what are our best practices? So I liked that and I also liked that this was it. So it was a $25 book that you can, that you can buy. 
It was it. There was no weekend warrior workshops. There was no mentoring. There was no coaching. There was nothing else. And I went, well, I can, get, I can, I can wrap my head around that because most of us, hopefully, if you're thinking of investing in real estate someday, you can be in a position where you could purchase this book without worrying about what other, who else is going to be in my pocket. Because I can't tell you the number of people that I've come across over the years that come to me to talk about investing in real estate and they don't have any more money because they spent their 40000 on a mentoring program on how to buy real estate rather than just buying a piece of real estate with it. I see it all the time. So I liked that. And I liked the, the models and systems that we could follow this because most of us don't invest in real estate because we don't know how and there's, there's nobody in our world that is showing us how to do it. There just isn't. There are very wealthy families out there, but who do they talk to? They'll talk to their kids and their grandkids, which they should, but they're not up at the front of the room doing a presentation on it. And that's what really started for my father and I. We started doing these talks because I started investing in real estate very soon after my father started investing in real estate. And we went, well, we have a lot of family members and friends and coworkers that probably also would invest in real estate if they just had somebody show them how to do it. So I started doing monthly talks and we just invited our, our, our close family members and coworkers. And actually the very, well, the very first seminar I did, nobody showed up. My dad, my dad showed up, that was, <laughs> it. that was it. The second one, I think your brother showed yep, up yep. and that was it. That was it. And Neil, I think came to 42 or 43 of these talks before he bought his first property. So it, it's, and, and that's okay. It's a, that's a little bit more of a process than I think you'd like. But we say it's a process, it's not an event, investing in real estate. So you don't listen to me talk tonight or some other presenter, because I'm sure many of you are getting many different angles on real estate investing, and you should, and you should go to, to listen to whoever you can talk. But don't get all excited and then just go buy something for the sake of buying something. Mm -hmm. You eventually do need to, though, pull the trigger and do something, but don't, don't get all excited tonight and, and just have to buy something tomorrow. But at least start the process maybe after tonight and set a goal. If you're making notes from any of the slides, you can, but you don't need to. You can just send me an email or whoever brought you here at the end of tonight, and I'll just email you a copy of the presentation if you want. So why are you thinking of investing in real estate? If I ask, and I'm, never gonna, I'm not going to pick on anybody in the audience, but if I were to ask you why you're investing in real estate, the answers that I usually get are I would like more money. That's why I want to invest in real estate. And, and I would ask, you know, why do you want more money? And I say, well, I just, I want more money. Most of us want more money, right? We would say, we would agree with that, we want it. Well, simply wanting more money isn't going to attract it into your life. It just isn't, because all of us in here have probably wanted more money for a very long time, yet we don't have any more. And the reason you don't is because you clearly haven't identified what that money is for. If the why is big enough, the how becomes very easy. And it does. I've lived it for 25 years. If you want something bad enough and you know what it's for, you'll fight to get it. And then the things that happen along the way won't matter. So for me, if I have a, if I have a rental property and a tenant burns 30 holes in the carpet from cigarettes, I get new carpet and I move on. It doesn't, I'm so focused on where I'm going that I can't be bothered by all the little road bumps that happen along the way. And nobody would even know when I have a bad experience in any of my rental properties because I don't talk about it, I don't dwell on it, I don't look, oh, or poor me. And I probably could tell you two stories over 25 years. It's not that there's a lot of stories, but I'm so focused on the goal and where I'm going and where, where investment real estate has and will take me that I can't be bothered by all of the little stuff along the way. 
So why am I here? I've kind of said that already. I'm here to share my thoughts on money and life and a lot of that and then investing in real estate. And the reason I talk a lot about the money and the life and the why is you need to have that clearly identified. If you don't know why you're doing this or why you're doing anything, it's very hard to succeed at a high level. It's very hard. Your why could be that you want 43 Ferraris. It doesn't matter what the why is. I'm not here to judge the why. It can all be for you. You want a whole bunch of cars. That's okay. But you've got to want it bad enough in order to get there. You can't just say, I want cars. They're not going to fall out of the sky. So what are we covering tonight? Understanding that you have the power to change your life. And more importantly for me, understanding that I have the power and you have the power to change other people's lives through investing in real estate, learning a system to follow, overcoming your misunderstandings. We all walked into this room tonight with our own myths and beliefs on why real estate investing does or doesn't work. We just, we've heard stuff. Thinking like a millionaire thinks, your big why, your purpose for maybe doing this or doing anything that you're going to do, understanding the power of leverage, and then helping you build your dream team. Because you can't do this alone. You at least can't do it alone at a, at a very high level. You need some people behind you. So the only thing I'm going to talk about actually on this is the first two, which is husband and father. So that's what, it, that's what I believe identifies me more than anything else. So if you don't know me and, and you were to come, we were at a, at a party or an event and you would say, hey, what do you do? My answer to that is about what? Because what I, what I, and that just usually sparks a conversation. What I do for a living or to generate an income isn't who I am and doesn't define who I am. I love what I do. I'm really good at it, but I, it, isn't, it isn't who I am. This is who I am. So let me give you a great example. To, this, this was supposed to be tomorrow night. Right? It's, on, it's on the third Tuesday of every month, and it has been forever. Well, my son's birthday is tomorrow, so I wouldn't be here. <laughs> so you'd be sitting and standing here, sitting here, and nobody would be in front of you. So tonight, it was supposed to be 7 to 8.30, because that's the time we always do. Well, I'm coaching my son's basketball team, and basketball practice starts at 7.45. So I had to adjust this to, to 6 o'clock. So two great examples of that's always first. Now, it doesn't mean I won't do this. As you see, I still accommodated to make this work. But I would never say, well, son, I'm going to miss your birthday dinner tomorrow, or I'll just have the assistant coach run the practice tonight, which he, he could. He's very capable. I got, I got to be there because that's the most important thing to me. Financial wealth. The book's definition of financial wealth is a little longer than this. This is mine. The passive income to finance your life mission without having to work. Now, that isn't saying you aren't going to work or you won't work. It's you're able to finance whatever your life mission is without having to go to work every day. So this isn't a number. It's not 10 million or a billion. It's whatever it is to you. And I often talk about my mother-in-law here who receives pensions of somewhere between eight and $900 a month in that ballpark. And that's 100% of her income and she doesn't work. She chooses not to work because that $900 finances her life mission, which is to watch 18 hours of TV every single day. <laughs> and it just is. And if you ask her, she'll say, that's what makes me happy. She sits on a couch for 18 hours a day and watches TV, takes the dog on a 30-minute walk. It's crazy to me. She leaves the house Wednesday nights to play euchre, and that's it. She's in the house the rest of the time. I visit her almost every day. I bring her a coffee. But besides that, there's, there's nothing. She'll come to, like, birthday celebrations, and we take her on vacation and stuff. But many of you would look at somebody that's making $900 a month and go, they're, you know, they're below the poverty. Well, she does technically live below the poverty line. She's completely happy where she is. She's able to finance everything she wants to do on $900 a month. So that's good news because you don't, you don't need 
you don't need a million dollars a year to, to, to be financially wealthy, in my opinion. You just need to be able to finance whatever your life mission is. So if your life mission is to feed every single human in Kitchener-Waterloo, well, you're not going to be able to do that on $900 a month. You're going to have to be able to do more. 